With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast, episode 192. I think, I think it's 192. Is it actually? Uh, You're making that up? No, I think it's 192 because I checked, I checked uh, on my um, podcast who, who we upload the podcast. Uh, what do you call it? Your podcast host, and apparently we've uploaded 191 times. So I'm saying that this is, is 192. Must oh, be. You need to yeah. get back to work, mate, if you've got time to start things like that. <laughs> good evening to you all in the comments section. Hope you're all good. Hope you're all fine. Hope you're all keeping well and you've had a good weekend. Um, and that piss-poor result at the weekend um, hasn't spoiled it too much. Tonight, lads, if you're watching this on catch-up or you're watching it live, you can hit the like button for me. I'm going to try and get 500 likes on this video. Every single like helps us along the way. Um, in getting up those rankings on the old YouTube. So if you could like it um, before you start listening or like it before we before we start, um, I'd really, really appreciate it. Judges, how are you? I've been better. I have been better. Mm. Yeah. Late night last night getting home. Uh, do you know what? I weren't going to the game yesterday. I was um, meant to be playing football and uh, it got called off. Because of the rain, and what so uh, Tony said, me, oh, I've got you know, why don't it come out? I've got a spare ticket and all that, so I decided to go. So, last time I listened to him, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you mean it got called off because of the rain? Don't don't vets play in the rain then? Or, well, we uh, uh, we play on the actual yeah, first team pitch stadium and all that, like you know what I mean? So, there was a lot of rain when they're Saturday, and they don't like you know, it's, it's a bowling they're wrinkly thing. enough, Craig, and they don't need to be getting extra wrinkles from the rain. Do they? <laughs> <laughs> no need for that, was there? No need for that at all, was there? Yeah, yeah. Put it down in the background, otherwise I should reveal some of your secrets. Right. Just like a, <laughs> ends, up with a, ends up with a head like a ball bag. 
<laughs> Which brings me on nicely, Mark. How are you? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm good now. I've had a little, I've had a little quip at uh, judges. That's what it's all about. I, I might as well go now. My work here is done. <laughs> yeah, your work here is done. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I've got a lot to eat. To be fair, so I'll hang around. All right, no problem. And of course, the man who needs no introduction joining us as our super sub, as always, Mr. Albert. How are you? It's Craig. It's thanks for the invite. It's good to be back. It's been a long, long time, but it's like putting on some old, good old slippers, mate. It's good to be back, mate. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, the sort of thing Mark will wear slippers. I'm, I'm disappointed about you, Albert, that you wear slippers. Like, you know what I mean? Gaffer's slippers, Albert. Gaffer's slippers. Nice modern ones, Gaffer. Nice modern ones. Well, all right, okay, like, you know what I mean? Louis Vuitton, they do Louis Vuitton slippers. I wonder how they look like. Maybe not that range, mate. But yeah. White Nike ones. You'll take white Nike ones. Send, send, um, a pair, send a pair to Lee, but he'll put them on his Twitter. You'll get a free pair. <laughs> <laughs> or a hat. If you want a new hat. Yes. Or a hat, yeah. Check out I'll the link in Lee's, Lee's, Lee's description, mate. That's yeah. Nice, to be fair, that's a very nice hat. Is the business they, they do a good act? Look, this is this is oh, uh, here he goes again. Yeah, you know, this is this is my favorite Fred, Frederick and Cameron one. Look at that, that is quality. That is a quality act. That is a quality act, like that. You know what I mean? If like, anyone wants to get a silly hat like Lee, go into uh, no, no, no. and uh, well, I, uh, I, I, I check out my boots. Check out yeah. my boots. How have you bought a new pair of boots already? Michelle only brought you yeah. a new pair. Oh, nothing, year. Craig, does he? Don't buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> Last year, with judges written on the side of them, what's all that? Yeah, I've got a blue pair now, a couple of white pairs, you know what I mean? So, uh, Jesus, Mark, not like when we were kids, mate. We bought them two sizes too big and they lasted us five years. I used to deliberately target people who wore white boots, you know that, Craig. Mm. Do you know what? You're right, <laughs> but no one will in our day, in my day, no one that's why I like all the different colors now, you know. I mean, yeah, because never had them in your day, did I? Never had them, just... Patrick or um. Oh, oh, what was it? Patch, 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 the studs and all the other boots used to screw straight into the bottom of the sole, you see, so you could feel the, the screws in the bottom of your feet. But Patrick were the first boots to have a, an actual lowered moulding, so the screw went into the in the mould. Yeah, that was a good. Boot. They were all black and white boots, weren't they? That was all it was. It was just black, yeah, black yeah. and white boots. There was no other different colours. I was I a Puma King man. I was a Puma Kings. Yeah. Adidas done a, a. I don't know if you remember, like a bit like the World Cups, but it was a like blue, a very dark blue and white. I never would like them because. I thought it was Chelsea Spurs, so I never actually uh, uh, got myself a pair of them. But then night tempo come come in in about 83, 84. And that was my boot all the way through, like, you know. I love, love, loved them a lot. And now and nowadays, um, you know, that's why I like all these different colours now, because like, you know, one, I like the rainbow, but two, uh, you know what I mean, like uh it's a chance to wear it all now, you know. And like as you say, if someone wore white boots. You know, I mean, how are going to get a good, you, you know, he's going to get a good kick in like that, way. So, uh, you wear yeah. white boots, you've got to be able to play, don't you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, you have to be able to play, but and also take a kick in because yeah. <laughs> like, red rags were bought, wasn't it? Like, yeah, you know, it was, so, li- yeah. literally, I think I must have been one of the first goalkeepers to ever wear white Adidas Predators. Why I needed Adidas Predators to be in goal, I don't know, but there you go, anyway. <laughs> um, 
I liked them. They were on do sale. You remember that April, do you remember that April Fool's joke when uh, Adidas Predators, to combat Adidas Predators, Simo, David Seaman wore them giant goalkeeper oh, gloves yeah. on, on, on April <laughs> Fool's to make it fair against I remember Pre- that. Uh, I remember do you remember that? that? Do you remember yeah, that? Price, man. That must have been about 1990 or something. Anyway, right. showing me, show me age. Talking of showing me age, can I just say quickly, before we're sorry, talking of showing your age, did anybody else notice or hear that uh, up front for Stoke uh, yesterday yes. at one point, they had <laughs> Kevin Campbell's son, Tyrese. They had, uh, who was the other fella? Paul Ian Wright's son. grandson. Yeah, yeah. Unbelievable, wasn't it? How, how old? How old are we feeling yeah. now? I oh, know. <laughs> Good luck to us. Right, you. let's get into it, judges. Um, yesterday, absolute shambles. You were there. Um, must have been um, awful to be there because uh, you know, oh, awful. awful. One of those games, I just, I couldn't keep my eyes on it because I knew what was going to happen. Um, yeah, you knew, you knew what was going to happen straight away. We turned up to Nottingham Forest, and people have had a go at me and saying, "Oh, you're wrong, you're wrong." But I think we turned up at Nottingham Forest in a swanky kit um, and turned up a bit arrogantly, to be honest yeah. uh, with yeah. you. Thought we were going to, thought we were going to win the game. How we've gone from playing so well two weeks ago to this, um, you know, in less than two weeks is, yeah. it, see the thing about it is Lee, everyone's having a go at the manager, right? Which I could probably, you know, I could probably understand. But the point is, Lee, that was the strongest team he could have picked yesterday. No, it wasn't the strongest team you could pick, but um, near as damn it, like, you know what I mean? Like, just before I say anything, look, Nigel's just confessed that he wears slippers. I'll say no more. I'll say no more. Right? I'm just, I will there say no more. I, I will say no more. Nigel Plum wears slippers. End of conversation, like, you know. Anyway, yeah. Yes, he could have gone a little bit stronger. Could have played Lacazette. Could have played Tierney. Could have played um, uh, Ramsdale. And I'm pretty sure deep down we all know that uh, Tommy Asu and um, uh, Smith Rowe are probably being they've got nursing little knocks. But could have I'd imagine if that was Spurs yesterday, they would have played. But in saying that, we were, were hit with a little bit of COVID, and I got no problem with him. Um, uh, rotating it a little bit like, you know what I mean? The, the problem is, and, and when I looked at the team, I don't know how you guys felt and the people in the chat now. When I see it, I thought, oh my God, we could be in trouble here if things don't go our way. If we don't get early, don't get a goal, I, I didn't see anything coming off the bench. Only Lacazette. I, I looked at the bench. It was very, very weak. The midfield too. I'm sorry, um, Patino and... Um, and Lekonga, they're all right alongside an experienced player, but you can't have two inexperienced players like that playing against a midfield of championship players. You know, championship players, by the way, are still bloody decent and shouldn't be taken for, for disrespect. And and I, I say this, and I was saying this going up there, funny enough, when we was listening to it on the, on the radio, like the scores coming through. Liverpool struggled a little bit against Shrewsbury. Spurs struggled against Morecambe, but ultimately they were at home. It is 10 times more tougher away from home. I don't care what anybody says. And it was, you know, a difficult, difficult game yesterday. And realistically, we didn't have Lacazette in there that was that's the one who's been the glue that's kept our, uh, our younger players playing. Oligard thought he was playing for Real Madrid because of that kit and turned up playing like, like he was playing for Real Madrid. Shocking, you know, uh, performance. Saka 
was wasn't at the races, if I'll be honest. But they didn't have that connection in the front, and they didn't have that connection behind it as well. The two midfield players, you know, and unfortunately, we should have scored. We should, have, you know, if we if, if Eddie does his job properly, which is what he's supposed to do. Um, we, we would have beaten Everton and we would have beaten them yesterday with an open goal, an absolute wonder ball by Saka. You just got to put it on target. We're one nil up. Get the hell out of there, like you know what I mean. And you turn around and go, don't matter how he done it, we got the result. But ultimately, we didn't score that goal. As soon as they scored, you miles well, that was it. Yeah. You know, we, we never looked like scoring. And you know, I, I, I'm not putting it on Arteta. I don't think we should lose our. Um, stuff about at this moment in time because obviously I think that there's bigger bigger fish to fry like IE trying to get into the top four that's what I think that they're going for this will help us there's no excuses no more no Europe no FA Cup now they've got a nice little uh, run you know in February I think like we can all go on holiday for a couple of weeks because there's no games and um, and at the end of January there's no games so there's no resting this no resting no more all these players I'm not having it no more and and I and I don't like the way uh, I don't know we can talk about it later on. I don't like the way Tavares was treated yesterday. I don't like that. I thought that was wrong. Okay, well, well, I, I I agree with you. I do agree with you. I thought he was treated. I thought he was treated poorly. But as a football manager, Mikel Arteta could obviously a pro- could obviously see a problem um, down that left side. He did have a shocker. Um, he was shocking. Couldn't control the ball. Couldn't find the pass. Looked a bit. Looks a bit out of his depth, Lee, if, I, if I'm going to be honest. And um, yeah, surely, yeah, but, surely, surely about, you can say should, about four should, five, Craig. Should should he have should it should he have waited till half time, Mark? Yeah, to, yeah. You know, to oh, pull off Tavares. Um, I'm not adverse to managers making first half substitutions, especially when somebody is clearly having a shocker. And wasn't you know you, you was right to touch on the. Um, Controlling the ball and sort of being, but he looked a little out of sorts, and he was he, he was getting a few knocks. He had a couple of uh, fouls against him, and he didn't get the rub of the green. And one of them hit him in the face. He went down. Um, I think he was just all wrong. He, he, he looked a bit uppity, and, and of course, uh, the manager is not happy with what he's seeing right across the pitch. But it's, it's no coincidence that Tavares was right in front of him, and he may be guilty of of being the closest one to him, but. He had to do something, and looking at the bench, apart from Lacazette, I don't really know what he could have done because he took such a weeks. There was it's, it's so depleted the squad. You know why he let Maitland-Niles go that day and not ask him to stay until Monday morning to get the first flight to Rome on Monday morning and play one last game. I don't really know yeah. because that wouldn't have mm. affected Roma because then he's not going to get cup tied for them. So I don't know why he didn't just turn around and say, look, we'll have, we'll have him 24 hours. And, and that would have made a huge difference. But look, you can't blame the manager. He's he's made a decision. It's a big, bold decision. And I'll, I'll back him on that. And by the way, you know, Tierney come on and we looked, we looked a lot better. You know, the, the game itself, if you take, if, if stats mean anything to you, and the only stat that matters is that they scored and we didn't. Um, but that in itself is not a shock to me. Um, you know, we had the vast majority of the ball, 69, 70%, something like that. We had more shots than them, more corners than them. We had, we had more opportunities. And it, and it comes back to the fundamental issue with our team. Away from home this season, 
a striker, if you want to call it a striker, Balogun, Eddie, Lacazette and Aubameyang, not one of them has scored from open play away from home in the Premier League this season. Mm. Lack has scored from the penalty spot in a 5-0 drumming of a team bottom of the league, near, near enough. That's it. That's the only goal that those four have mustered away from home against good quality opposition. And, and not in the forest are good quality opposition. You know, the lad managing them has won the World Club Cup, uh, the World Youth Cup, you know, with the under-17s. You know, managing Foden's and all that. You know, the commentators were reeling off the list of players that he's used to working with or has worked with, has progressed. You know, he's no mug. Um, and as you quite rightly said, no team in the championship. But this is the beauty of the FA Cup. It's what we love. So we shouldn't get too, you know, and this is the thing with Arsenal. It's very reactionary, aren't we, Arsenal? You know, some Arsenal fans that, oh, Christ, you know what I mean? We've got to shoot the manager. We've lost We've lost an FA Cup side to Nottingham Forest. You know what I mean? Spurs were 1-0 down to Morecambe until the 80th minute or whatever it was, mm. you know. It happens. That's why we love the Cup. Our Cup, by the way, 21 finals, yeah. 14 victories. You know, no team has been more successful in this Cup. And by the way, the other interesting stat for the other day was that, you know, last time we lost in the third round, it was away to Nottingham Forest. So yeah, maybe, right, yeah. maybe maybe they're a little bit of a pokey team for us. But you know, listen, it, losing a game, especially a Cup game, when you've only really got two opportunities to win something in a season, is heartbreaking. But all of our eggs are firmly in a basket now, aren't they? You know, or, you know, the League Cup, big ass, get past Liverpool, and then one of them two waiting in the final. But it can be done because we can win cup competitions. We've proven that under Mikel Arteta. So, as as Lee quite rightly says, and I'm with him, you know what I mean? We, we've got to be playing our best 11 now. And, and I don't think he could have done much more, really, with that team he picked, um, given what he had available. So... Yeah, I back him taking off Tavares and I back him with a team that he picked. And on the on another day, the lads might have won that 2 or 3-1, but that is the FA Cup. Mm, absolutely. Albert, come to you next, mate. I thought the only player that um, kind of walked off the pitch with his head held high, I might surprise a few people, in my opinion, was the goalkeeper, Leno. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was the only, well. the only player who, who, who looked like he wanted to do so. I thought he played quite well. Um, but... Talk to me, Albert, about about the team in in general yesterday. The performance, um, I called it a very arrogant performance. Um, trying to you know go up there and and it looked like to me a like lot. I said at the start, going up there in a swanky kit. Look at us, we're the Arsenal. All we've got to do is turn up here and win. Um, do you think there was a bit of that in there, Albert, or should, should I be giving more credit to Nottingham Forest? Um, you could say a mixture of both, but Forest Forest were. Um, I have to give credit to Forest; they were very good. I think. The thing that I, I couldn't really understand is, and I said it, is um, Craig, the warning signs, if you look at some of the cup results on the Saturday, um, some of the non-league teams, some of the lower league teams, they turned up. They put one over, you know, teams that are well above them in sort of league position. That should have been already in the Arsenal players' minds. You know what? We don't want to be, we don't want to be part of that. Yeah, Forest are a good side and we're going away at the city ground, but the warning signs are already there. Go and turn up and do and do what you need to do to get the win. I'm not saying it would have been a walkover, but the warning signs were there. And when you see the performance that you saw yesterday, it was appalling. I mean, you know, I'm not saying, listen, I, 
you watch football and I'm looking at like just the basics, Craig and the boys, in terms of passing from A to B. It, it got even worse in the second half. You know, they was all doing it. Holding, Saka, Erdegaard. You can't play five, ten-yard passes to each each man. It, it, it's, it's shocking. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, Craig, this might sound a bit strange, but and I'm not advocating, obviously, such an awful performance, but I almost kind of touched on it sort of at the start of the season that um, there's going to be performances where we're going to put in some horror shows. And, and and unfortunately, on top of having some very good performances this season, notably recently against Manchester City, this team is capable of that. Yes, you can look at Arteta and you, people made their mind up about Arteta in the last 12 months. They want it, regardless of whatever our results do, they want him out. But it's it's not it's not acceptable to put in that type of performance. There's no disrespect to Nottingham Forest. No shots on target. How are you supposed to win football matches? I mean, and that's you for, can't, um, Albert. You can't if you don't shoot. You can't. It's smart. It's it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> it was it was appalling. Even the half chances we had. I mean, in Ketterhead, I don't know what he was doing. To be honest with you, um, there was no cohesion. We were we weren't confident on the ball. And to be honest with you, and I don't apologize for saying it, we got bullied. And in the second half. You could see particularly, people say it, it, the warning signs were there sort of during the duration of the match. But in that first 15 minutes of the second half, I said, you know what? If if this continues, Arsenal will lose. They will lose. There was The warning signs were there. I don't know what was said at halftime because it didn't work. Um, like the guys mentioned, in terms of what to come off the bench, obviously Lacazette was there. But even when he came on, to be honest with you, it, it, I don't think it even got any better. Mm. Um as for the Savarez thing, um, I, I think, you know what it was? I think he was obviously shocking and the back pass to Leno, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, I think it's probably a culmination of, he's had a few games like that, Craig, in an Arsenal shirt. Notably the game at Liverpool where he literally got from the pass because he did the goal and he got worse and he got worse. So it's not the first game. So maybe Arteta has looked at it and thought, you know what? I can't have that in the first 30, 30 35 minutes. So I, I've got to take it. I've got to make the change because if he keeps him on, and hindsight's a beautiful thing, and he makes a mistake to lead to a goal, it's going to get pelters either way. So, but no, um, listen, I love the FA Cup. And, you know, like, like Mark mentioned, we've won it the most times. We've been in so many finals. But to see that performance, I felt for the away fans like Gaffer and other guys that went up there to watch that crap. He, I, 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 I don't get it. Like, you play a performance like that against Man City. People might say you're playing cities. You, you've got to be up for it. You're at home. Gaffer makes a good point. Obviously, being away from home is a bit more tougher. But like I said, Craig, mate, at the beginning, the warning signs were there with a the Saturday before with some of the results that were there. Arsenal should have been ready and they weren't. And that's why they lost. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I watched the Cambridge. I watched the Newcastle-Cambridge game. What a game. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. They got Newcastle goalkeeper. Uh, sorry, the Cambridge United goalkeeper. Well, Talk about turn up. He had an mm. absolutely fantastic game. Um, and you're right, mate. Yeah, look, I mean, we've we've all grown up with the FA Cup. You know, we've all seen the giant killings. We've all been through okay. giant killings. You know, I can remember when we lost to Wrexham. Oh, I can God. remember, like, yeah. you know, and when we, I think, was it the League Cup or the, was it the League Cup or the FA Cup? We lost to Millwall at Ivory. Was that in the League Cup? Or was FA that Cup, mate. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, you know, so I mean, we we've seen Young all these giant killings. You know, we, it's happened to us. 
We've seen it happen. I, I, I'm with Mark. I don't think we should be reacting too busily about this, to be honest. Um, of course, I want to be in the FA Cup. Of course, I want to win the FA Cup. But while I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about what we're talking about, I think we're being a little bit. I think we're being a little bit disrespectful to Nottingham Forest, to be honest with you. Um, th- no, they, they were good. They were good. Yeah, they were very good. Yeah. That, that lad on the right wing. I don't know. Oh, oh Spence, the wing back. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Jerry May. Fantastic player. Fantastic player. And I'm sure after that performance, there's going to be a few Premier League clubs looking at him. Um, fantastic. He absolutely bullied um, everyone who had the ball. When he had the ball, he couldn't get it off him. Um, when we had the ball, he always got it back. So, yeah, I think we're being a little bit disrespectful to Nottingham Forest in, 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 in trying to, you know, trying to make it out that, it, that we were bad and this, that and the other. We were, but, um, you know, I think you, I think you know what I'm trying to say. Lee, Eddie and Ketia. Um, for me, it's goodbye, mate, this month. Well, I don't want to see him in an Arsenal shirt again, like, you know what I mean? And I don't mean that horribly. Like, if he doesn't want to sign the contract, that's fine. I, I get that. It, it, so why the hell is Mikel giving him minutes and all? This is what worries me about Mikel, like, you know what I mean? How many more minutes is he going to give him before he realises that he's not what we need and he's not going to be playing, like, you know? And, uh, and listen, I'm going to say this now. I don't care, you know, watching the game yesterday. Uh, and, and, and you know, you can say good luck to Nottingham Forest and whatever. Now, they weren't much better than us, neither. They, they weren't that great yesterday. They, they, it was, it was, it was a, I'm going to be really honest, it was a poor, poor game of football. They never looked like scoring, and nor did we, you know. And, and um, um, I, I, at the end of it, you know, it was a mistake by Laconga, Le, and ball by their player, great cross and a great finish. And you have to say to them, you know, they, they deserved it. Um, but if you take these teams lightly, you take these teams lightly, mm. you get what you, you get what you deserve. And that's what, that's what happened. I don't, you know, I don't see how Mikel can look at a game, a game like Nottingham Forest, who are doing well in the championship and the championship side and expect to win and dominate a game of midfield with them two kids in, in midfield. Mm. I, I I think it's disrespectful. I really do like, you know, now people will turn around and say, that's all he's got in there. That's probably what he did. You know what I mean? Like Smith Rowe, I think Ulegaard uh, uh, could have gone in there. But that's, that's that. whose fault is that, by the way, that we're, we're Granite Xhaka away from those two in midfield. If Granite Xhaka goes out, goes training on, uh, comes back from Codiv, slips on the, on the um, pavement, going to, to the ground, you know, and, and discolates his bum hole, right? And is out for the game against Spurs. We are then down to them too. That, that's poor, poor managing from whoever it is to allow that to happen. You know, um, and people saying, "Oh, we get someone in, we get someone else." Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not into that. Like, you know, Arsenal Football Club should have players. <clears throat> you know, a, a better. What's a more experienced level than the kid? You know, listen, Patino. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, listen. They're all raving about him and everything like that, and he's a good player and everything. But ultimately, has that done him any favours playing in that game yesterday? Has it done him any favours whatsoever? I don't think so. You know, he got dragged off after seventy minutes or sixty-five minutes. Yeah, I, I just don't think it was fair on him. Like, you know, what I mean, I really don't. And I and I think that, you know. Well, to be fair to the manager, who else did he have? You know. 
I mean, well, that's not, I, was there, was there. yeah, I, I get that, and I get that. You know what I mean? Like, so if Shaka was fit, we've all criticised Shaka all the time. You know what and I mean? How like, we missed him yesterday? How we missed him? You know what I mean? That, that, that's what I'm saying. But ultimately, look, listen, I, I would have sympathy for 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 the players, for the manager, if we're in into the season. And Partey and El Nenny played on Saturday, last weekend against Man City and got injured. I'd have sympathy for that. But these two have been out. They know that these two were not going to be about since August. Yeah. Whenever the whenever the tournament was going to come, like you know what I mean? That they knew this was going to happen. They knew that we was going into a big month of football. What well, when sure, well, we could be in the semi-finals of the, the the League Cup by then. We should be in the semi-finals because we've got no Europe. We've got big ga- like when you look at the fixtures. Who have we got in there? I could. Do you know what? I could go along with it if it was Burnley and Norwich that we had in this January window. But there is a team in there in next weekend. It says Tottenham Hotspur, and you as a management team are prepared to go one injury away to them two kids playing at, at Tottenham. Yeah. I think it's a disgrace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a disgrace. And and, and that's my beef with that, that, that performance and everything about yesterday, like, you know. And I'm going to say it, you know what I mean? I've had, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big, big fan of the FA Cup, you know what I mean? Like, this job's, by the way, has kept him in a job, winning the FA Cup. Yeah. Kept him in a job. It's kept a lot of fans' faith in him, like, you know what I mean? He's dissed it twice now. Last season against Southampton and, and and this one, and and I don't know why he did it at Southampton last year after going fairly strong against Newcastle, but that's another story. On, on this one here, I've, I've you know I, I, it hurt me last night coming home that we've gone out of the FA Cup, and and people are just saying, oh, that don't matter. It's the FA Cup. Top four is more important. Well, if that's the case, why are all those fans going up there yesterday? Like, what is it just just for a jolly up then? Because it ain't for me. And like, you know, I, I've hurt, I was like hurting. I, I remember when Arsenal lost to York City, last minute penalty. You know, Wrexham. We've had it before. Don't get me wrong. We've had it before, and it ain't. It's not a nice pill to swallow. You know, I, I don't think you can. You know, like. We've had worse defeats in in the FA Cup, by the way, than 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 the Nottingham Forest. It's not that much of a disgrace, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, but ultimately, you know, I go he's into football today, and all the Spurs fans are there, you know, I mean, laughing. We've got to endure all of that, but it's all right. Someone said to me, "That's all right. Top four is more important." Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, like, you know what I mean? Like, winning games of football does breeds confidence and it goes out. All of a sudden, we're in a great run of form and now we've lost two games. Yeah. Momentum's gone again. Yeah. You know, and if we was to lose to Liverpool and we was to lose to Spurs, where's where's that going to, you know, people are going to be right at the pump with Mikel again. And uh, do you know what? It's a circle, isn't it? Yeah. Win a few, you know what I mean? Like a roundabout, you know what I mean? Like all the Mikel articulators will be on the, on the thing and all that, like, you know. And, and rightly so, and you can't argue it. And then we get another couple of wins, and they all go quiet again. And, and then it's just it's it's getting on my nerves. You know, the FA Cup, the FA Cup is. By the way, we, we're only in three competitions this season. Well, two really, because we're never in the, for the league, so we're yeah, in for yeah. two competitions, and we've thrown one away, guys. Yeah. Thrown one away, you know, like, like. And realistically, everybody turns around and says it. It's all right. 
It's the FA Cup. Well, no, it's not all right. Yeah, it's a yeah. trophy you yeah. can win. Yeah. And I'll tell you this now. We slag off. We slag off Spurs and take the mickey out of them because they don't win trophies. And we're, we, we brush them aside like, like we're, we're trophy winners, like serial trophy winners. We're not. Hmm. Good point. Mark, Good point. Lee, Lee, Lee says there about the midfield. Now, I've got quite a bit of... Um, quite a bit of hate actually on Twitter earlier on for me making sound like you yeah um, <laughs> me making me making um, who have you upset now oh lots of people lots of people <laughs> now there's it's a boy well. there's yeah. a boy training with us at the moment that I'd rather see in the middle of the midfield than Charlie Patino or Laconga and that's Jack really? I would right. rather see him in there than, than them two mm-hmm. um, am I mad for, for for thinking that, am I? You know, people are telling me I'm mad. I'm this. I'm that. We, are, we, are, we only want elite players and this, that, and the other. Mm. Surely Jack Wilshere has got to be no disrespect to uh, Charlie Patino, but surely mm. Jack Wilshere, if you can get him on a pay as you play deal, mm. surely he's the better option. Well, um, I see. I sit firmly with wood planks in my bum cheeks on this matter because. Um, my heart mm. reminisces and believes that he is still 22 years old. Um, I get it, I get it, yeah. Mm. But we have got potentially the new Jack Wilshire, and if he doesn't get opportunities and experience and game time of, of, of playing in real life competitions against real life men, if he doesn't get bullied out of games and dragged off after 70 minutes and learn his trade, I'm not sure that Patino will become the man that we hope him to be. So if signing Jack Wilshire and being in for Aaron Ramsey to come back on loan, if you they pay half his wages and we, we take him and, you know, there's lots of players like that. Um, as long as it doesn't stifle the development of Odegaard Smith Rowe, because he is very, very similar to them, Jack Wilshire. I don't believe that Jack Wilshire is what we need. And purely say that because he is, he would be in direct competition with Smith Rowe, Odegaard, uh, Saka, etc. He we don't need that. We we need someone better than Xhaka. We need someone who's going to put pressure on Xhaka and Partey. And 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 Sammy, Sammy is, is sort of doing that. He's sort of learning his craft. I don't think he can sit in there with, um, you know, with the young lad um, like he did the other day. You know, Sammy needs an experience there alongside him because he's still young. Yeah. He's still learning the culture, the game, the speed, you know. Let's have it right. If I, am I right in saying that that was Sammy's first FA Cup tie? Yeah. Well, yeah. he's had a bit of a wake up, hasn't he, about the the best knock, knockout competition in the world because he's just been bullied out of a game he couldn't get to grips with. But I mean, we we put all this negativity on them, don't we, and say um, that they've been bullied out of games and all the rest of it. We did have seventy percent of possession, so we did have the ball for vast majorities of the game. Um, so did, did he get did they really get outplayed our midfield? 
I, I don't know, but I, I'm with you on that. Our midfield new strength, and I, I go back to Maitland Niles. I cannot believe he's been allowed to leave. And someone said he just wanted out ASAP. I don't believe he would have done that. He's an Arsenal boy, come through the academy. And if Mikhail had said to him, You can go on Monday, and I want you to sit in there with Sambi on Sunday away to Forest and do this job for us. He would have done it. Of course, he'd done it. He played right back for a year. He didn't want to play there. He did it. You know, he would have done it. So I cannot believe that the board have allowed us to get to this threadbare mm. without a contingency plan. Uh, and now all eyes are once again on the Cronkies for me mm. because mm. Uh, although they yeah. backed the manager in, in January, you know, he's got to do it. They've got to do it again. And this is the thing with football. You know, we are £300 million behind Man City. And every window that goes by, we become another £100 million behind them because that's what they're spending. So you can't just say, oh, we've spent £150 million. That'll do us for two years. No. No. You've got to do that every other window. You know, we've got to do some sensible business in this window. Um yeah, we have. We, you know, we've got to bring some players in. Um, but yeah, Jack Wilshire, it's a romantic story, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, sadly, yeah. I, I don't think it ends the same way as Henri against uh, Leeds United in the yeah. third round of the cup. Sadly, but he comes. Uh, he comes on at the weekend and scores a winner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Just talking to Jack Wilshire, did you see that little advert he'd done for uh, Betfred or whatever? And um, Andy Power, yeah, it was really good. He said at the end of it, I'm available, just not Tottenham. Just not Tottenham. Um, Albert, Mark leads me into the next question nicely, the transfer market. I see a report on Twitter today that um, the the Cronkies are going to bank uh, back um, Arteta in this window. Um, and have told him that he can have who he wants. I don't believe it. Um, never believed it. Never believed a word they've said. Uh, I'm not going to start doing it now. Um, but by God, Mark is right. We need to buy some players uh, this tr- this transfer window. I know we linked to this lad from Fiorentina. I don't like what I'm seeing there. Why is it taking so long? Every time I see it, it's about, oh, his agents, his agents um, are story, trying to yeah. get him a better deal or yeah. he doesn't want to come and play for Arsenal. Or Well, if that's the case, move on. See you yeah. later. Thanks very much. We'll move on to someone else. What's he, what's, to guarantee us top four, Albert, if, there is, if, if there's such a thing, what's he got to do now before this window ends? Um, the first thing is... I kind of mentioned this quite a few times this season already, is that if Arsenal are going to get top four, we have to sort out the striker situation. Otherwise, it, we won't get it. Because um, you don't score enough goals. And that's, that's that's a huge, huge problem. Um, as for the sort of January transfer window itself, what, what, what concerns me is um, notoriously, um, the January transfer window is a difficult transfer window anyway. That's the first thing. Secondly, notoriously, we've never really been good at it. Um, and we buy poorly. But this time now, um, as Mark's mentioned, they've, they, they've, they've the Cronkies have backed the manager. Um, but, Craig, my, my issue is that if our, with the thing is, with transfers, you don't always get your targets, whatever Arsenal's targets are. My concern would be, what is Arsenal's contingency if they don't get their number one targets for this January transfer window. And that's the that's the bigger issue. Because 
we've heard about the the links with Gigi Wijnaldum, obviously Vlaovic. Um, we've heard about the Juventus guy, the midfield player, quite versatile, Artemelo. Um, if as long as the, the, you know what to the, I'm not a, I'm not someone. Yes, there's certain players I would like to join Arsenal, whether that's during the January transfer window or or a, or a normal summer transfer window. But I I just think. We, as long as we bring in players that are going to improve the squad, that's the most important thing. And it's going to give the team a bit of a lift. And it's going to give the supporters a bit of a lift. But that depends who they get. So if they're going to break the bank to get Vlaovic, and I'll be honest, Craig, I don't, I've don't, i not seen too much of him. My, 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 years no, no, no. my, yeah, my years of watching Italian football are, are not what they used to be. But from what I hear, he's, he, what he would give us, definitely what I do know, is he would give us a physical presence. And we've we not had that at Arsenal for a very, very long time. And we need that up front. Um, in terms of the midfield, I think the midfield area, though, for me, someone has to come in. They've got to bring someone in, in the central midfield areas. I don't want to hear about any more discussions about missing Xhaka and Thomas Partey's the next Vieira. These guys need some help. Bring the, Arsenal, one thing they haven't been good at for a number of years is doing their due diligence. We're going to see that. I don't believe a word of what I hear until I see it. So we're still quite early in January. Um, like I said, you get a striker in, you get a midfield player in, top four's on. Lee, this one comes in from Ghana Gona. Thank you very much, mate, for your constant support. Always here every week, like 99.9% like .9 of you. Thank you very much for this, mate. Lee says... He, he doesn't think that the strikers are a priority right now. He thinks we need a midfielder, but a proper midfielder. Well, it is a priority because you've let you've let um well, whatever reason a Bamiang's not about. So you've got a Bamiang not there. You've got um Eddie like, that's gonna be leaving, Balagon's going on loan. So you know, like you, you can get, go and get a couple of midfielders, and then like you know, we're short in short up front. We've only got Lacazette, we've got to get someone. You know, um, the, th the thing is with the Vlaric thing is what's happening there is he's got 18 months of his contract. It's got to be done. It, we, you know, we can get him and we can get him now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, it's going to cost us a little bit more, but I'd rather pay over the... Look, listen, Arsenal paid over the odds for Aaron Ramsdale and Ben White. Let's get that straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if they can pay over the odds for them two, they can pay over the odds for a striker without no problems whatsoever. And they will do if that's what it takes. And I think that they will do. We need a striker. He fits the, the bill that we need. I, I actually watched him today. He didn't do nothing today. Like uh, They got stuffed and he didn't do nothing. I have a little watch of him. He didn't do nothing. But that ain't his fault. He, you know what I mean? He, didn't, he, he had Torreira trying to feed him. Like, you know? <laughs> no, nothing against him. Like, but it just wasn't... He was day-to-day. -day. But ultimately, we need someone up there. And I'll tell you what we're going to do as well. If he does sign him, he's 21 years of age, he ain't going to come in and be... Uh, straight in at the the, the, the races. It's going to take him a little bit of time. This is why it's important now. We get him now, so yeah. for next year he's primed and ready. You know what I mean? Like that. So let's get that right. So Lacazette is still an important part player for us this season. And do you know what? If I can convince Lacazette to sign a year's contract, I would because he still needs someone. When you look at it, Ulagard twenty two, Martinelli twenty, Farvich if he comes twenty one. Saka 20. They need a bit of experience around them as well, like, you know. Yeah. So, I think it is a priority that we get a striker. But it's also a priority we get a midfield player as well. 
and we've got to upgrade on what we've got. Now, Partey has played one fantastic game against Man City. Before that, he wasn't great. So, um, you know, and, and, and Shaka is Shaka. You know what I mean? So, those two, if we're going to go and push for top four and beyond, they need to be pushed and improved. We need another player, proper, proper player in there. Now, I, I'm, 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 you know, Jack Wiltshire can go on about that. You know, people are turning their nose up to Aaron Ramsey, turning their nose up. At this moment in time, those two players would be as better than what we've got in there because they've got a bit of experience. Bruno Gamares is the real deal, definitely. You know what I mean? That is the player. Look, we're being linked with him as well, like, you know what I mean? If we was to get him... That'd be a summer it, one, wouldn't it? Okay, it'd be, it would probably yeah. be a summer one. So you may have to, you know, go and go, you know, say to them, like, we're buying you now and loan you back there and we're going to get somebody else. But we're going to have to get in a midfield player whether it's on loan for to the end of the season or not. If that's Aaron Ramsey and then we bring up that Bruno Gamara's next season, then fine. But we've got to be able to do something, you know what I mean? Like, um, And we've got to do it quickly, you know what I mean? And again, you know, when people say about Ramsey, you can talk about Jack Wilshere. I don't think that long-term it's, it, it, it's a great bet and everything like that. But short-term, for a month or so, why not? And I don't see the problem with it, like, you know? There's a player here that I've always liked and Lee Farrell um, has put him in the chat box there now. And it, there's a player there now I think we could go and get um, who would... Too similar to, Gr- to Jekka. Not, Not better paid. than Granit No, I think he's very similar. I think maybe, you know, being arguments is... I don't think... We need someone that's going to get around the pitch quick and get the ball, you know, like a little bit more energy than 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 Neves. I think like Shaq, you know, if you're buying Neves, you might as well keep Shaq, you know, you, you're spending 30 million and you've got like a Shaq replacement. We want to upgrade on, on these players. That, that's that my opinion. Sailed, it? That boat sailed, I think. What about Bissouma then? I mean, Bissouma's still, still at Brighton. Um, love him. You know, could yeah, but he's, on, he's in the African nations at the moment. We need someone there. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, uh, African nations is up before January, isn't it? Well, you know, somebody like that as well, you know what I mean? It would be a good... Uh, Put it this way. I good. think I've, I think we're all being very, uh, all very heads in the sky if we think someone's coming in before the Spurs game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't happening. No, no, no. You know? Um, Mark, anyone in the Premier League? I mean, look, we're, all, we're always looking, we're always looking out for players um, from different countries coming in. Should we have learnt our lesson a little bit by by bringing in players from outside divisions? Well, the problem is that you know we would like you know a driving sort of force, someone like John McGinn would be good, or Basuma at um, Brighton. You know, these things are invariably all down to timing. Brighton Mm. have categorically come out and said that none of their players are leaving in January. Fair enough. That's their prerogative. Basuma's got 18 months left to run. So mm. if Brighton are going to cash in, it's going to be this summer. So mm. if that lad's going to move, it's going to be this summer, unless Brighton decide that losing him is, is too much and that the club would lose their status if they cashed in. You know, what are they going to get for a lad with 12 months left on his contract? 40, 50 million maximum, probably not even 50, probably 40 million. And if they go down, they'll lose twice that. So... It's a real difficult thing now to prize assets. You know, you look at Aston Villa, you know, they're outmaneuvering us. Well, someone could argue they're spending more cash and have done in the last two or three, four windows, if you can buy them, um, since they've sort of come up and started splashing the cash. You know, um, are we going to be able to get John McGinn to come away from them? Probably not. 
um, they'll probably just up his wages and he'll say thank you very much and stay where he is. So we are the Arsenal. We do have a pool. That that's fair enough. But you know, someone like Donny Van der Beek at Man United. Now, if if we could get the Donny Van der Beek that was playing for Ajax, fantastic. But are Man United going to sell him to us for twenty million pounds? when he could turn out to be the best thing since sliced bread, which they obviously have done their research and think he could well be, otherwise they would never have paid £45 million for him or whatever. So it's very, very hard to manoeuvre against the Premier League clubs now because they're all minted. You know, you talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. Leicester, you know, most of the Premier League clubs now are owned by billionaires. You're not talking, yes, you've got one billionaire is worth more than another, but they're still not skin. Yeah. You're, you're still not. Do you know what I mean? I, if I've got two grand and a fella down the road's got three, he might be able to buy my BMW off me if, if he tempts me with a few hundred quid. But if you've got 100, 200, 300, 400 million pounds in the bank, it don't matter if you've got 300 or 300 and 300 million. You're still rich beyond your wildest dreams. So they've, they've all got dreams of winning this league, like Leicester did. Like the fairy tales. So yeah. it's very, very hard to manoeuvre against Premier League clubs. And that's why you outsource. Yeah, you know, that's why you've got your academies. And that's that's why you've got your, your you know, your, your scouting networks. So I'd be pulling my finger out to them. You know, we hired um, a German scout not so long ago, last window, last summer or something like that. What, what, what trees is he pulling up? Nothing yet. So, you know, I'd be looking around, you know, Edo. Fair enough, Edo's coming and he's negotiated a few deals. But he's only brought Martinelli with him. It's been there for a year. So, you know, he, he needs to start stepping up. I know uh, we're big links with Daniello uh, from uh, Flamengo, is it, uh, or Florinese or so, uh, from Brazil. is a real, real talent. But again, it's timing because that club are in the World Club Cup competition in February. So our window is shut. And they, 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 they think they've got a serious chance of winning that, as most South American teams do. And invariably, they do well in it. So it's a big competition to them, the, the World Club Cup. So they're not going to let him go, even though we probably could negotiate a fee for that lad of around 40, 45 million pounds, which is the bracket we're in. So I don't think we're going to do anything permanent Unless this, unless this lad from Fiorentina, we can we can negotiate. I, I'm, I'm baffled with Maitland Niles going out. I am baffled. Something must be coming the other way. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him yeah, to be going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But what? I I don't know. But as uh, Stu Stu MC in the comments had me cracking up a minute ago, he said that um, Garner Garner got played off the park and stuffed. Uh, last night or whenever it was and he'll be back before the postcards so um, party, <laughs> party's only going to be gone for about another six days and he'll, he'll be a harsh but fair so that, harsh, that's reality guys the yeah. reality is yes they won't be back for Spurs but and 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 this is the sad thing is that we've I think we've got Liverpool Spurs Liverpool Lee mentioned we could get played off the park and beaten in all three of those we could it's football um, you know that's where we're at but after that, we could go on and unbeat. We we could go on a run to the end of to the end of April when we play Man United without winning winning everything. So it's exactly what Lee says. You know, we could be in this turmoil situation where Arteta's looking over his shoulder in a week's time when we've lost these three games. If we lose these three games, God hope we don't. Um, but um, then, then, we, then he could go on a ten game unbeaten run to the end of April. It's a, it's a mad, mad situation, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. Premier League buying in the prem, off the Premier League side in January. The players you're going to get are probably not the players you want. 
Absolutely. This one comes in from Kangaroo Jack. Thank you very much for your kind donation, mate. He says, forget about the top five. I want to be challenging for the league. I'm sick to death of losing games against pub teams. Luckily, I was 10 beers deep yesterday because as far as I'm concerned, that was shocking. Well, to be honest with you, mate, I was actually five or six pints of Guinness in as well by the time full the full time. And, it, and he's right. You know, the yeah. only thing is to go to challenge for the title. And you're yeah. not going to challenge for the title with Shaka in the midfield. And that's nothing against Shaka. You've got to improve it. We've got to improve that front line as well. That mm. you know, we need to spend, you know, excess of another hundred million, as, as Mark said. You know what I mean? Like for, on on those two players in January, and then go, then in in, in um, the summer, go again. You know, what I mean, improve uh, the right back situation. Improve like you know, I think the central defence is going to be sorted with Saliba coming in because let's face it, like you know, I've, I've seen enough from Rob Holden to know he's not quite. Outstanding, yeah, you know. He was poor I mean? at the yeah. weekend, very poor. Yeah, yeah. So if you've got Saliba, Saliba, Ben White, and Gabriel, uh, and Gabriel that, that's a that's a solid three. They've got some someone else as well along the way. That that will be that will be sufficient. The midfielder, maybe another wide player. You know, what I mean, I can't see um, Pepe um, spearing for another summer in, in the summer transfer window. So we may look to to, to do that. And just needs a little bit of freshening up, like you know. So, but ultimately, um, money's got to be spent. And and listen, you've got Newcastle going to be coming on to the, if they su- survive. They're going to be like uh, in in a couple of years' time. So you know, we've got to make sure that we do do our stuff now and make sure that we, we you know it, it, we've got an opportunity to cement top four this season. You know. Next season, there could be Newcastle, there could be other teams, and we could be well out of it again. Like, you know, what I mean, it's, we've got to, we've got the opportunity now, and and this is where this I'm 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 with Mark on this. It's over to it's not Mikel now. It's over to the Cronkies now. Are you gonna, you know, let's be excited? You said, yeah, we're, we're, there's some exciting stuff going to happen at Arsenal. Well, this is when you need to show it. When you need to show it now, when we right. need it. Yeah, but sorry, Craig. Just a comment. Sorry. Um, I think that's the concern. Like Gaff was touching it. Um, I know we obviously we look at the Man Cities, the Chelsea's, and Liverpool's, but for a few seasons now, it's the clubs behind us, mate. We could easily get overtaken and bypassed in the next two or three years. It's been happening, and it could get worse if Arsenal don't sort it out asap. And that starts in January and in the summer and in the following season. It's got the work's got to be done or continue to be continue to be done. We've got rid of a lot of players in 18 months, a hell of a lot, but still some of them still need to go. But we, yeah, need to man, that's what I was just about better. to say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's definitely more that need to go. I mean, and 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 after you know, after yesterday's performance, you know, you could name a few, um, from yesterday's performance, Cedric mm. Holding and yeah. Um, you know, they they all started yesterday, and I'm sitting here saying that they're you know. Three, there's three more there that can go out in January, not you know, not the summer, but if not January, you know. And Kalasnach is still here. Yeah, oh, yeah, amazing, amazing. Well, you know, when you see him coming on the pitch, I mean, tonight, like, uh, he's in conversations about going to France, but not till the summer. Well, he's, not, okay, he's well. not going anywhere until he's not going anywhere until he's free to get mega money. What a surprise! Mm. Yeah. This one, another one comes in from Kangaroo Jack. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Lee says, let's be honest, this is just not good enough. We need to spend another 150 million on this team. Uh, we are not good enough. Uh, it's not good enough. We just won't improve. Yeah, listen, I think that 
you know, if listen, I think if you're going for the tight, if you if if you're serious and, and the board is serious about going for the tight, they spend a hundred million now and another hundred and fifty million in the summer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if if they if they don't really want to go to the the tile. Or or or, or, or what, do you, what what do you want top four and whatever like you know this is the, this is the thing that um, to be there. Look, listen, if Arsenal were going bulk, bulk Vlovic and they go and buy that um, Grimeris, yeah. that's a statement. That's a statement yeah. of intent. You know what I mean? And you'd have to turn around and go. You know what? That's that's trying to push us towards the top four. But then, you, then if you then got top four, I'm pretty sure that we would spend. The, we would have to because the squad ain't strong enough. This squad is not strong enough to compete in Champions League and um, league. and the league. It's not strong enough at the moment to compete just in the league and, and the FA Cup as, as proven. You know what I mean? So, you know, he's you know Jack's right. We we we, we do need a, a a big inject. And the feeling the thing is like if if the Cronkies are not prepared to do that, then sell it to someone that is. That's not going to happen, is it, mate? Um, yeah, yeah. This, this one comes in from Eric. Thank you very much, mate. Um, by how do you pronounce that, please? But Valovic, 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 Lamptey, Gramirez, bring back Guendouzi and Salava, retain Leno and Lacazette for the two years and clean up the rest. Do you know what I will say this about Leno? I, I think that you know Leno will go probably in the summer. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But, but with my blessing, because I'll tell you what. He was superb yesterday, as you spoke about earlier. But he, his um, conduct has been just absolute class. Yeah, just yes. got on with Be it. Fair. Not moan, not groan, not not throwing his toys out. Uh, I've got a lot of a, uh, when things go wrong for you, the reaction sometimes tells you a lot. And his reaction has been absolutely first class. And I tell you what, every time he's come in for the Arsenal. Uh, in the games that he's played, he's never let us down. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. This one comes in from Robert Bailey, a Nottingham Forest fan. Um, he says, your players just didn't turn up. Maybe it's an un an, un an unhappy dressing room. Um, I, don't agree. I don't agree with that. I think, no, I, think I can't lot, agree with lot, that either. A lot to do with youth, what happened to us in the cup game there. A lot, a lot of those players, as I said before, I never played the uh, FA Cup against men away from home at an iconic ground like that. It's a big occasion for a lot mm. of them players. They didn't turn up to the occasion. They did play the occasion well yeah. because they haven't got the experience yeah. of, of playing. And I, I think yeah. what happens with a lot of young kids is that they play well and they have been playing well. And they just expect to turn up every week and it's, they're just going to play well. They just think, we're, oh, we're going to play well today because we do. That's what we do. And then it doesn't go right and they're looking around for some experienced heads to say, come on, lads, we have to dig in here because this ain't going. And, and they're bereft of leaders. And, and how many times have we said that? You know? and, I, and sadly, as we've said, we was missing Xhaka Party and Gabriel and, uh, and Ramsdale and Lacazette on that pitch at the weekend, who is our leadership group. Mm, absolutely. Maybe that is why Kieran Tini was pulled on. Maybe it wasn't so much that Tavares was playing so bad. Maybe it was a case of putting on one of the new emerging leaders onto the pitch to actually get a hold of the game. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for your question, Robert, and um, congratulations on your win, mate. Um, and good luck. Midlands Derby in the next round um, against mm. Leicester. I just want to finish on this. Uh, Lee, we'll come to you first. Um, the EFL, I'm looking here on, on, on my phone. The EFL are under pressure to investigate 
Mr. Jurgen Klopp um, for this false positive uh, carry-on. He's come out in the press today, or I think it was yesterday, um, and has told everyone that, oh, actually, we didn't have any players with COVID. They were all false positives. What's your feelings on that, Lee? Well, I think, you know, first and foremost, I've always had a lot of respect for Liverpool, uh, going back with the Douglas, Souness, uh, Hanson era, you know, Stephen Gerrard, I'll always say he's one of the best midfield players. Got a lot of time for Jurgen Klopp as well. You know, he said that he's fantastic. They have gone down as a club, in my estimation, tenfold after what's yeah. gone on this thing. Like, you know, Arsenal yesterday played a weakened team and everything like that. And we're, we're ravaged with COVID at the moment and injuries and uh, AFCON. We played yesterday. We played um, a few weeks ago at Norwich with Ben White having to play at right back. What they done was an absolute disgrace. Not just for the for the for the game being off, because they played against Strasbury this week, and and and, and love and behold, there all the cases that they said that there were no, no goalkeepers. They played two days later. The training ground opened the day before. Now they've they've actually admitted it ill. But what what I'm I'm, I'm not concerned about the game being called. In fact, whatever. It's that the fact is that us fans and Burnley fans have had to change everything around because of, of them doing what they've done. You know what I mean? They've cheated. There's no two ways about it. Uh, maybe that's a strong word. They've actually bent the rules in their favour for whatever reason, like, you know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah, um, the, 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 you know, what 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 uh, what annoys me about it is it, it hasn't affected not one out of Liverpool. It's not affected one of their fans because the... The, the Sunday they go down, they they go down to Crystal Palace that weekend. But it's affected Arsenal. It's affected Burnley. Let's let's get this right, Burnley. Now my beef is for the for the for the uh, match going fan that Burnley. If you go onto the website, it says three o'clock kickoff, so and so, subject to change because the, the TV may go into and all that. Burnley, nothing. It couldn't be subject to change because the TV games have been chosen, all that. It was a three o'clock kickoff. Along come Liverpool, do what they've done, and they've changed that game now. And the reason they've changed it, one of the reasons is because they didn't want to put it on a Wednesday because of, um, you know, like the Premier League games. But where this makes it all ridiculous as well is that Leicester played on the weekend in the FA Cup and then straight after the game have called off their game on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like it's an absolute fast. All of this, like you know what I mean? It's a fast. It's being used. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I think yeah. COVID is being used. Um, like Mark, me and Mark were having a conversation there on the WhatsApp group last week, and I, when he when he first mentioned it to me, I thought, no, no, no. But when you actually sit back and think about it, like all the, these Spurs games that got cancelled, just before those games got cancelled, they were rubbish, absolute rubbish. And their manager came out and said, oh. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to, I'm going to do here, this job, you know. this, And then all of a sudden, they all go down with COVID. They're out for 10 days. And then they're training behind closed doors. And here we go. They're back. Didn't, back, didn't back shut in. the training ground, did they? Didn't yeah, shut yeah. the training ground, Tottenham. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, and he's had time to, you know, people might think, oh, you're being a conspiracy theorist. But, like, if you actually sit back and think about it, it's, it's an easy excuse Say so, how it was, Craig. They've 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 orchestrated through the through this COVID situation. What they've done is orchestrate a two week winter training break. 
Do you know another thing which is which is um which they've done, the likes of this, particularly Tottenham and whatever is that once you've had COVID, you don't can't get it for a certain amount of time and all that, right? Now, what the FA Cup is saying, if you get COVID, like you know, say Brighton get COVID now. I think Brighton have had it well, but say just I'm just using that there. You've got to play whatever team you can do. Spurs. They ain't going to have this COVID outbreak no more. So, like, they might have a nice little run in the FA Cup because of, of it all, like, you know. And what 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 fascinates me about it also, and, um, and, and you can go on to the Spurs thing. No one knows what Spurs players had it and whatever, like, you know what I mean? Oh, it's confidential. But Liverpool come out the following day and say, yeah, our assistant manager's got it now. Yeah. Well, why don't you name the player? If you're, if you're, if you're a naming the assistant manager... And Klopp has got, why aren't you naming the players? Hmm. But we, we don't know who got, you know, oh, it's three yeah. goalkeepers, is it? You know what I mean? Love and behold, t- f- we played Thursday, come Sunday, he's out there, the goalkeeper making saves. Oh, yeah. I don't care what people say and all that. I've, I, and I've got, I'm getting a lot of stick on Twitter and I love it, like, you know what I mean? Like, those fucking scousers, they get on my nerves. Like, you know, um, I, I like Jurgen Klopp. I think he's been a fresh of breath, breath of fresh air. And I'm going to say this now, as much as if it comes between them and Manchester City for winning the league, I will want Liverpool to win it because Liverpool, in my eyes, are a proper football club that haven't bought anything. They're a proper, proper football club like Arsenal. That's why I always back them. But what they've done here is not right. And, I, and, and the Liverpool fans, I can tell you that now, right? Yeah, the Liverpool fans are... Being nasty, being defensive, being horrible. Why? Mm. Sign Truth of hurts. guilt. Truth yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Karen, Karen brings in a lovely point there. Now, none of us are doctors or anything like that. Um, Karen might be one. Um, but this, he says here, apparently the chance of a false positive is one in 1,000. 13 false positives is astronomically impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Now, now I, I found someone said this. Now I don't know if this is true, right? I don't know if this is true, but like uh, a school teacher told me this: that people You're are not allowed to be hanging around schools, Lou. No, no, this. that's why I don't. <laughs> I, that's why I don't. And you don't be all those sweets. But I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean, like, you know. So, but what they're saying is that some of the students were putting citrus on their test things so they could get positive so they could be off for 10 days at school and mm. things like that so I don't know if there's a way around it or whatever like you know what I mean like but it is funny how like you, they've got all these tests and then he comes back in the following day and says oh no <laughs> no no with his big cheesy grin yeah, yeah, big yeah. Teeth. <laughs> no, no it was all wrong there was only one it, you know what I mean it's an absolute insult and like you know what I mean uh you know, if justice is done, Arsenal will will beat them yeah. and everything. And I don't know why they've done it because you got like a lot of Liverpool fans going. We don't want to be in the competition anyway. Like you know what I mean? We're trying to get out of it and things like what a load of old crap. Why don't they just the final? Come on, man. I don't know. You know what I mean? Did I just you know? don't. I just don't understand how they've got away with what they've done. You know what I mean? Like and uh, well, they might not. They might not get away with it. I mean, mm. like I said, the pressure is on. The people. Are I don't know what anybody can do. What can what can they do, Craig? What can yeah, they true. Do? Well, I mean, look. I mean, fine. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm in I'm in a group there with the lads from Total Screamers of all Liverpool fans. You know, I I was going into the chat. You know, on my own. <laughs> it's like walking into a pub full of Spurs fans on my own, like you know. But um, 
they were all, oh, yeah, but we got this, this player's out, that player's out. But now this has come out. I mean, and for him to say, oh, yeah, there were false positives and we only had one. Something's got to be done, Lee. Something, there's got to be an investigation somewhere about what's happened. Boot them out. Be. There should be. Yeah, the, you know, the thing is, when, the, when you they... can bet your ass, you can yeah. bet your ass. If it was us, yeah. the whole of the league would be saying, oh, investigate Arsenal, investigate Arsenal. This is a true story, right? This is a true story. Going back, like, we're playing football one time. It wasn't wasn't my, my team that done it, right? But the team was playing a big cup game, yeah? And it was raining, right? And if, if you know, if the game was called off, they'd play another game in the midweek and the, the, top, the two players could play in the cup game, like, you know what I mean? So what they'd done was they, they put hose hose on the pitch and left the hose running all night, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So when they've come over for the game, it's waterlogged, right? Game's called off. Two players that are suspended play on the Wednesday and then they're ready for the cup game, like, you know? It does it does happen at, at levels, yeah. you know? So they've done that. That's the sort of thing they've done. They, instead of getting the hose pipe out, they've got the COVID test out. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it happens. I it hope they weren't on the water, mate. Oh, Christ, leaving that on. I, know, I think they've done it from the from the river. They pumped it from the river, like you know what I mean, like you know. Craig, from when they from when they from when Liverpool put in from, from when they put in that request for the EFL to have the game postponed, I thought you know what they're going to call it off. But mm. and then when I saw them put out the official statement on the Twitter about the game still going ahead against Shrewsbury, I thought no, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, exactly. take, they're taking the absolute yeah, pitch. Ten minutes like, afterwards, oh, we're not playing Arsenal it. in the league. we're not playing Arsenal in the cup on Thursday. But don't worry, we'll see. We'll see you three days later. See you. It, see you. See you at Shrewsbury. Yeah. And then, Wol- and then I think Chelsea when they played Wolves or they was meant to play was it Wolves away or at home? I can't remember. And the Premier League refused that. Um, there's, there's, they put a request in to get the game cancelled, but they, the Premier League refused it. They the, EFL, the EFL were not going to kick Liverpool out because nothing's going no, to happen no because nah, nah. the TV you know, money that the EFL are going to get from staging these two legs of Arsenal versus Liverpool around the world is yeah, probably it's more too much yeah. money it's the whole sponsorship, whole sponsorship deal, the whole tournament will be eclipsed by, the, you know, by the commercial rights of these two games. Liverpool will not get kicked out another question. of money. Another question I'll give to you as well, lads, is last week the week before, there was about 10 games called off due to COVID-19 across divisions, right? Premier League, Championship, this, that and the other, last week. This week, a full round of FA Cup matches have gone ahead with not one cancellation for COVID-19. Different rules, right? Different rules. They had to play and, these. And, and the football and the FA and the, the league. Is that right? Uh, the league yeah, teams don't, don't test like us, Craig. Okay. The pre- yeah. Premier League. It's different rules. That, that's, that's, ridiculous. Ridiculous. that's ridiculous. That's why Leicester no, no, could they play. Can't yeah. afford. They can't that's why Leicester could play on this game. They could play on Saturday, but they can't play. They're, it's a different rule. So, they, you no know what I mean? Like, no and, and also, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. I remember, I think it was about two weeks ago, um, Tottenham are playing Crystal Palace and Crystal Palace asked for the game to be called yes. off, right? Yes. Remember that? And I yes. was going mad. Like, Spurs, you know, I was getting, this is what I was saying. Spurs, you know, they've got their game called off and they've now said that Crystal Palace can't get their game off. You know what I mean? When the team come out the next day, it was as, I went, bloody hell, they're all there apart from one player. You know what I mean? It was a really, really strong squad, but they're trying to get that game called off. So, you know, why were they trying to get that game called off? 
you know. So there is a bit of bad, bad boy tactics going on here, like yeah, you know what I mean, like bit of shit housery, I think is the word. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and Liverpool are, uh, you know, Mister Klopp of you know have pulled a fast one. You know what I mean? Like, and do you know what pisses me off about Liverpool fans? Why don't they just admit? Yeah, we pulled a fast one, but they don't want to. They're, they're turning round and going. This is what they're turning round and going. Well, we ain't scared of playing you. You just lost to, to Nottingham Forest and all that. So why didn't you play it then? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, I will just say, what I will just say, Craig, to finish it off, is the way that their fans, Liverpool fans, conducted themselves on Twitter this week Yes, towards our friend and colleague, Harry Simeon, bringing up fictitious allegations and, and, and whatnot against him, trying to get him in trouble with his, his work and, you know, absolutely disgusting behaviour. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. Couldn't agree with you more. To go after, okay. to go after a man because he he gives his opinion on why the game should have gone ahead. To do that to a fella, I just you know you've got to be either you've got to be very bored in life, haven't you? To sit sit on Twitter, there are and, people and like that. Scroll crazy. through tweets, like yeah. Do you know? Scroll through tweets. I don't mind them scrolling through tweets, but when they're actually editing and doctoring tweets, that Twitter yes. have yeah. actually then verified them and confirmed that the tweets have been edited, yeah, and, and they're not what he said at all, and yeah. they're being branded around like they're his own words, and they're not. Mm. You know, we're, we're getting in some some serious bovery. You know, I mean, there's. Yeah. You know, there's levels and they're, they're just dragging through the gutter of it. You know, they're Absolutely. scum. Absolutely. Also, well, I've got to say this. All right, I've got to say this. I, I put a tweet out saying, like, you know, and it was a bit of tongue-in-cheek, like, you know what I mean? There's my three favourite teams in Liverpool are Everton, and I can't think of anybody else, right? And the abuse I got, you bald-headed twat, you bald-headed... <laughs> Tramart, Tramia are on the Wirral. They're not even in Liverpool, like, you know what I mean? Like, but, you know, why do they, you know, have to be nasty and say things like, you know what I mean? So mm. I put back and said, well, I'm sorry. Can't believe you forgot about Marine. Well, yeah, I should have put Marine down there, like, you know what I mean? So, uh, um, you know, but I, 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 I'm not I'm not happy with Marine. They they didn't but knock Spurs out of the cup last year. So no, I don't they know. tried, though, didn't they? Bless them, <laughs> <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure sitting here talking to you with all this evening. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you to everyone um, who has tuned in this evening. Over 200 of you watching us live. Thank you very much indeed. Just before we go, if I could ask you to hit that like button if you haven't already. Judges, thank you very much indeed. Enjoyed it as always. Always a pleasure. I'm going to go and watch the uh, the last knockings now of uh, the Aston Villa main night game, which by all counts in the chat seems like it's quite a good game. Yeah, uh, Aston Villa have just had a goal disallowed, I believe. Um, and that's Oscar. another thing. VAR, right, is being in some games and in, in, in not. You know what I mean, you can't have a competition where it, no. you know what I mean? Being, like, VAR being, was about for their goal. It's ridiculous. It, it, comes in the quarter, it comes in the quarters, isn't it, Craig? Is it the quarters or something? No, no, no. VAR, this is, this is what's happening. VAR's being used at Premier League grounds, but not anywhere else. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. If you look at the new, if you watch a Newcastle game, there was VAR on the Cambridge goal, but oh, wow. it got given. No VAR yesterday for a Stonewall penalty on Ben White. You know, if that goes yeah. to VAR, that's a pen. Yeah. Do you know? Exactly. But look, there's no point moaning about it. It is what it is. Mark, thanks very much, mate. Much appreciated as always. 
You're right, mate. I've, uh, I've got a late night tonight because I've got some podcasts to catch up on. There's some new bird on the uh, same old Arsenal channel. I've missed her, missed her show. She did a show the other day, so I've got to go and watch that. Did she, Looking forward did she to do it. that without me? Did she do a new show, did she? I don't know. I thought you were doing a new show with her. Uh, with I'm Amanda, not. You, but you've, you've walked me into it, lovely, because she starts on Friday. So Friday you the 14th. You've done one the other day. you done that? one the other day. Oh, yeah. That was just to say, that was just to introduce her. Oh, right. Well, yeah, I'll go and watch that. Oh, I'll go and watch that then. Much appreciated. Make sure you put a it's like on it. Just make sure you put a like on it. Just give it yeah. a like and I won't bother watching it. How's yeah. That? Yeah. Because most people do that anyway. <laughs> Um, she starts on Friday at nine o'clock. She's going to be joined with a couple of her Tottenham Hotspur friends. I'm not too sure. Oh, get her off. Get her off. <laughs> Is it possible to yeah. sack someone before they even start? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a bit, yeah. But look, she starts nine o'clock. So um, be good to her and, and come and watch her. And I'm sure um, she, she, she'll bring a huge, um, huge amount of knowledge and a bit of a banter as well, um, Amanda, coming in. Albert, thank you very much indeed, mate, for just like dropping everything and coming to be with us this evening. I, I really, really appreciate it, mate. Um, thank you very much indeed. Where can people find you on YouTube, mate? Thanks, mate. It's good to be back. Oh, no, don't plug me, Judges TV. I've done that. <laughs> do, do your own one. Do your own one. <laughs> no, it's great to be back, man, in the Steam company. So it's, it's, it feels good to be back, to be honest with you. It's nice to come back and share the platform with the rest of the guys. But yeah, got my own channels. People may know already. Albert JTV. Come and subscribe, people. And come and subscribe. You won't be disappointed. You still ain't invited me on, Craig. Oh, hasn't he? Nah, still not. No, still bad. Not. Very bad. Very I bad. Have, uh, forgot my email. Or something. I apologize, Mark. He's coming. No, soon. don't. No, don't. don't, 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 don't <laughs> Until we see you again next week. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, up the Arsenal. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.